0: and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. I'm Brent Adams, and we are so excited to be back this week with our second Drive Home episode. We're excited to talk about The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and share that discussion with you all, but also we're excited because this is our first Drive Home episode utilizing the new Zoom H1 handheld recorder that we procured recently. The audio quality of this episode is miles ahead of where we were in our first episode with Captain America. We're really excited about that aspect of the show, and it's really indicative of where the quality level is going to be moving forward, which we couldn't be happier with. So that is uh, something that we're we're very, very jazzed about. And also, we're really pleased with how our last episode turned out. The, uh, the second episode of the show was a commentary episode for the amazing Spider-Man. And that was a suggestion from you all. And we really, really want to thank you for that feedback, That those great suggestions you've been getting us through Twitter, through the website. All of that stuff has really been fun to read. And it's great to hear what you guys want to hear out of the show moving forward. And uh, And we listen. We listen. That's how we did that last episode. And we're definitely going to be doing more commentary episodes in the future. So look out for those. Alright, now as you've already probably figured out, this week's show is going to be dealing with some major spoilers for The Amazing Spider Man 2. We ruined one of the biggest end of movie spoilers right at the front of the podcast. So if you don't want anything spoiled for you, better hold off until you see the film. We also have talked about one very minor spoiler from Captain America The Winter Soldier, minor story point, character point from that film. So just be aware of that moving forward. All right, that's it. Get your driving gloves on and get ready to ride along as we break down the amazing Spider-Man Two. Okay, all righty. So we uh, we are we have officially we have officially experienced the Amazing Spider-Man Two, which is to say, at the most dramatically deep, most heartbreaking moment of the film, the moment where your soul is being wrenched out through your bladder. <laughs> And we've got the guy right behind us and I was like
1: <laughs> Yeah, but- <laughs> We, we were lucky enough that uh, the showing we went to had uh, next to nobody in it. No, Thank goodness, it was, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, that was that was really great. So and, and so you know so it was great, and then all of a sudden we're sitting there, and you know the the, the music dies down. There's no music. It's just you know the two of us. You've almost got like, Stacey
0: dying in you, Peter Parker's arms. You know
1: what's going to happen, but they're still playing it like it could almost maybe be different than you're thinking. That's right. You, and going like, that oh, very she's gonna moment, be okay. like resuscitation for right, right before that that something. That, that dab of blood drips from her nose. you, and you know it's know, over, but yeah. right before it <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you could you couldn't hold that like five more seconds. you couldn't fucking like do it to oh. the side. I mean Jesus
0: if it, you imagine like how bad it was for us, like imagine how bad it must have been for him. Like, cause he uh, had to have. I mean, cause like that theater had nobody in it. There's nobody he can point to yeah. and say, like, "Oh, it was that guy?" It's like, dude, there's nobody fucking in here. There's like seven of us. It was you. <laughs> oh, that is the but, uh, uh, that is the gamble of going to the theater, ain't it?
1: <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah. So we uh, so we just got out of there, and uh, I gotta be honest, man. I I really enjoyed it. I, really, I thought it was. Really, really good. I really liked it. I, I,
0: I would not call it perfect. There is a couple. No, of things. no. There's, there's
1: actually. I think a, there's a handful of things. Yes. I think that were, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, how? Like your hand or my hand? Like your well, hands are a little bit bigger than. Mine. I don't know. My I hands mean, are probably not that. Are much we talking yours, Honestly, like I don't know what size handful we're talking about. But I would agree with you that there are a few things that could probably fit into one of our hands. <laughs> that I was not crazy about. Um, but they are very, very few. Yeah.
1: Well, and they were they were sort of not enough to like bring down the movie you know what I mean they were like no were like I mean now that that, that,
0: just... that guy fucking Belchin, that was almost enough to bring down the movie <laughs> but uh I, like my, my reaction and, and you know like I, I stifled this of course because I was focused on trying to contain my bladder uh <laughs> but my my immediate reaction was like come on seriously but I was just like, nah,
1: that'll just be, that'll yeah. be too much. Nah, but so it's, uh, anyway. But yeah, I, you know, so so I, I, I really you, I liked I liked yeah, the feel of the movie. I really I did too. The the one thing if if the the thing that I loved the most about this movie, and I really feel like this was new to this, like this movie actually to me felt significantly different in tone. To the first film I I agree Not like so much so That you're like Okay these are just like What we're really done By two totally different teams No but But,
0: It it felt more
1: um, It felt more uh, It felt more like Fucking Spidey In the
0: comic Yes yes That's it exactly Like the characterization Of Spider-Man In this film Is what I have been familiar with you know, going on twenty years. I,
1: I mean, I honestly, and I don't know. A lot of people, you know, maybe other people have different opinion of this, but to me, the the humor and the way like Spidey comes up with the fucking fireman's helmet on and the thing, yep. and, and is wearing like Spider-Man outfit, but with the the beanie and yeah, the and yeah, the yeah. Um, uh, thing you know thing around his neck and everything. You know, like it just that shit you see type of stuff you see in the comic and in a way it's the stuff that you never expect to see in a movie because exactly. you're like you're like the director's gonna ah, say oh, that's silly that. that's bad we, how are we going to explain that they just went for it the humor was was great like it was yep. subtle you know for the most part least some of them were but you know it was, some of them were it was it was just that that sort of you know i don't know real incarnation of what i think of I, spider-man it, 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 to be honest that was the best incarnation of Spider-Man, I, I, of Spider-Man, screen. on screen, I've that ever, I've ever seen. I,
0: I 100% agree with you. I uh,
1: it, And I feel like it did, it actually helped me overcome some... Because there there's some other things that I did sort of have. Like, i I got to be honest, I actually wasn't as happy with some of the villains and how uh, they were...
0: Yes, and, yes. Well, and it's, it, but it's not the thing, like they were done poorly, no, but, but they just didn't feel right. Well, here's the thing, like, in, in both... Uh, in both villains because really Rhino's not well Rhino's just a Rhino's the only tag scene you're going to get out of this fucking film yeah basically but um, but the two villains Electro and, uh, and and Harry Osborn at moments as we were watching it I thought man they are really doing this right like, I, I'm really, really getting what they're going for here. Like, and I'm really buying into this. At moments, I felt like they were really hitting on all thrusters. And then there were other times where I felt like the train had completely left the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: you know, there was, I got to be honest, I actually kind of dug electro. Jamie Fox's take on it after he becomes Electro, like, yep. like from that point he was he was okay. Like I, I felt he felt menacing. He did feel like a, a genuine threat. Like he he, yep. he really came with some intensity. But the whole build up to his character was so over the top, goofy. Yeah, like it, like too much so in my opinion. Like like you know they they played it for goofiness and silliness as opposed to uh, you know, kind of, I think it would have played a little better to make him a, a little more tragic. I'm not saying they didn't yeah. have to have a, well, it, a few little jokey lines, you know, to make him... It
0: would have been interesting if, if they have played it more from the standpoint of, this is a guy with like Asperger's, who, you know, who has yeah. like a legitimate problem you know, kind of associating with other people in the way that they're expecting. Yeah. Something like that, as opposed to, this guy's an uber nerd who doesn't know how to do his hair, and he doesn't have any friends. Oh, he, I mean, just...
1: I he, mean, like, the whole scene where he's, he's like, talking to himself and, you know, Oh, what's that? Oh, spider Oh, it's my birthday? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's great. Hey, thanks for remembering. Uh, it, it was... I could have taken that if it was done just in a little more psychosis, as opposed to just yeah. sad. I mean, it was just... He you know, was. You,
0: you feel embarrassed for Jamie Fox. You're like, this man played Ray Charles. Yeah,
1: you feel embarrassed for him as opposed to sad for the character. It just, it's, it, it was a little too over the top for you. You're me. just like, what's but,
0: next, a Capital One commercial? But
1: then once he once he changes over to Electro, I mean, it, I do think that it, it, it had he been a sadder character, like a more tragic yeah. character to begin with, I feel like it would have helped the character you know in, in, later in the movie yeah. as opposed to it just feels like two totally different people well, I mean, it just feels I th- like two totally different you know
0: I think that's what they were going for I think that maybe, that's what they maybe. were trying to do yeah. I, I just don't think it came off very well but I mean there were moments when there were like okay like the scene the very first scene where you kind of meet Max uh, where he's like you know bumbling in the street he's got his he's got his uh his his blueprints, and Spider-Man saves him. I actually really dug the character in that scene. Like, 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 in that scene, I was like, okay, I'm kind of on board with this. And then almost immediately thereafter uh i was kind of like yeah i don't know like just, just this is feeling just a little kitschy to me they,
1: they start going a little too far in the yeah kitschy kind of goofy uh, yeah,
0: yeah but it, it made me self-conscious about what i was watching exactly. as opposed to kind of like buying into the character, exactly. that I, I just felt self-conscious about it I was just like like taking me out of it it just seems strange and again
1: that's why i kind of brought up how awesome i think uh andrew garfield uh, as spider-man especially in this one like i Dude. thought he did a fine job in the first one yeah but he was i, I mean he was amazing Note in this perfect. one. He he was... Note perfect. And, and that It was almost elevated. like he was an amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly. It was he really was, He was spectacular. <laughs> um, he, uh... But no, he did such... He, he actually, I think, elevated some of the other characters. Like, so so when that became sort of silly... Yeah. When Spider-Man came back in, it sort of
0: brought it back a little bit more to reality. It did. It reality. I but. mean, you know... It, considering considering what a ludicrous character Spider-Man is, it's an interesting admission that he's the thing grounding all that stuff. Yeah. Well, but it, it really did have that effect.
1: And then you, you kind of carry that over to, you know, because, I mean, Electro is definitely the big bad in the movie. You know, I mean, he's the primary guy. But, you know, then you, you get to, well, Green Goblin. I, I don't know how that, you know, I mean, it's... It's fucking Green Goblin. It's Green Goblin. It's fucking But, Green but like, I even felt like that sort of went... way Like, there was something about the pacing of the film... The first half of the film, I felt the pacing was pretty good. I yeah. actually, I thought it was actually good, maybe a tiny bit slower than I would have liked, but good. Yeah. And then the second, or well, probably the first two, two-thirds of it were. And then, like, the last third of the movie is just... It's like a whole other movie. Fucking just... Well, and it's, and it's a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. It's like, you know... Sometimes I think that actually kind of hurts the film. It actually kind of makes it like it could have been a little bit. But I I
0: agree with that. I I felt like, uh, and like a lot of these fucking movies where you've got like you know three fucking villains or you know whatever you're doing, it it does feel like a little bit. Like okay, we've got basically another act of the film that we got to cram into about five.
1: And we haven't even introduced. You know, I mean, let's be honest, Rhino. I actually really liked how they did Rhino at the end. I agree. We're, we're going to talk about that. Although, they should not have fucking shown that in the, in the trailer. They shouldn't have. Like, yeah. we, we actually joke. Uh, uh, yeah. That would have been a great surprise.
0: Yeah, and, and,
1: and, and it just it's one of those things where I think it it was a perfect way to end. Like, that's sort of like the continuing day-to-day yeah. trials like, that, like that Spider-Man has back to go on the through, horse. You know, Back on the horse. I think it was a great way to end it. Although, I do think Paul Giamatti was... Uh, Oh, dude, he's great. A, a great actor, but totally, I think, is totally part. wasted. Well, it's a, I think, a bad choice. I don't know why. I just thought he no, came really, off as very, I don't know. like it, that that early scene and there. It just he, I don't know. It, it was weird to me. I, I just I didn't feel like I felt like they could have gone with with a, a better choice for that particular I don't know. role. Maybe
0: it's just because like I love Paul Giamatti so much. Yeah. Like, like I have so much uh, affection for him as, I, as an actor. I
1: like him. I just didn't think he was a good fit for a Russian. You know, I don't know. It just it, it just didn't come off as believable to me. I got you. Uh, and again, a little bit over the top. Like a little too much over. The top. I mean, I know you're talking about superhero movies, but like there's like I don't know. There's like this balance, and, and somehow Garfield sort of manages it. And, you know, and maybe it's easier because, you know, when you've got the mask on and you're Spidey, you can be kind of funny, goofy, and, and, it, and it plays. Yeah. Then you get to be, you know, regular, you know, Peter Parker and, and kind of play it normal afterwards. But um, but that, and then um, the guy that played, uh, what was the guy's name that played? Um, uh, Harry Osborn. And, and Harry yeah, Osborn.
0: Harry Osborn. I can't remember his name. He's a kid from the,
1: the Metallica movie. Uh, Dane, remember. Dehan. Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. Okay. Um, he's got a weird name too.
0: Sorry. Already,
1: <laughs> already Points again. Well, he's like.
0: He, well, I mean, like, like I'm seeing a pattern though with uh, with you know the guy that played uh, Kirk Connors oh, and yeah. in the first Amazing Spider Man. Well, season. you know,
1: and I thought he did a great job as uh, as Harry Osborn. As Harry Osborn, like that that role was very good. And and I, man, I don't know. Like, I, one thing I loved, I thought the movie looked great. Like I, I you know, I, one of the things I thought yep. the first one, the CG. To me, never meshed well with the live-action stuff. It just didn't quite. It looked too plasticky. It just didn't. It didn't look real, to, in my in my opinion. But the I thought this one looked fantastic. fantastic. Absolutely like fantastic. every time, like every every scene where you've got uh, stuff. Although I will say again, the last scene with Rhino, the the it was pretty. The the whole positioning of the. Uh, Paul Giamatti in the CG, it, it yeah, didn't, he, it didn't look yeah,
0: great. That but, was that was one of the weaker. But things. that was
1: probably the only. That was about the only one where I actually, was like, like, yeah. ah,
0: everybody's left the theater by this point. Nobody gives a yeah. shit about this.
1: Um, but uh, I, I, I thought the, I thought the uh, the makeup for for Harry as Green Goblin was just terrible. Yeah,
0: like it looked, it looked, it looked bad. It looked like it looked like something had gone wrong biologically speaking. But it just. I don't it, just, know. It, it did didn't look th- like it was a good job. Like, I mean, yeah. not, I'm not
1: trying to criticize. I mean, you know, again, like, the look and feel of everything else in the film was great. But I know they were going for that, like, sort of just completely demented, licking your lips and, you know, kind of thing. And it just, I don't know. It, 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 looked,
0: didn't, do, it didn't do anything for it me It looked either.
1: bad. Again, it, look, it looked out of place. Like, I, I feel yeah. like there's ways they could have done to make it look... The way they wanted, but to fit in the world that they created. The,
0: the thing with uh, the thing with Harry Osborn, both but the actor as, as well as just kind of the character in the yeah. film, is I almost felt like the exact opposite uh, of what we were just talking about with Jamie Foxx's Electro. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I I or what I loved was how Harry Osborn like worked within the film and yeah. and, and the performance and everything. Up to the point Until, where he becomes the and, goblin. Yep. Then after he becomes the goblin, I basically check out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it really—it was—and it, really, it, it, was, it,
1: and it yeah, you know, it really sort of felt shoehorned in. Like it just didn't. The, the, at least part with the, the Green goblin. goblin, like yeah. I, like I they totally were like, agree. we gotta kill, we gotta kill Gwen Stacy. You know, this yeah. this. So we gotta get so the we, goblin. So, but but I mean, why did they have to get the goblin? Why could? that scene not have happened with Electro yeah. with maybe the Green Goblin looking on and we sort of see that he's coming later it just I don't it know. felt very tacked on where he just sort of shows up and then it, any but, time, yeah. anytime
0: you're going to do like two big baddies in, in one of these movies like this yeah I mean you're running a risk you're running a risk but they introduced the
1: big baddie five seconds before the scene with him you know what I mean like yeah. that that to me is not that's it, it's, just,
0: it's just such a quick turnaround it's like it's like yeah. okay so let, let me get this straight Ten minutes ago, this guy was fucking dying, and now, not he's only is he not to dying, but now he's mastered this fucking rocket glider of his. He's got you know pumpkin bombs, and he's going toe to toe with Spider Man. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. And, and so that's the th- that's that's the thing. It's just like like the 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 suspension of disbelief you got to go through to kind of buy into like that third act, you know, villain. Yeah. Is uh, is tough and. and i feel you know like as whereas electro although you know there's some hinky things uh you know performance or not not performance just some hinky things in the writing like yeah. the, like the whole moment where he's like you know, I, I don't know like he actually says like you know max is dead call me electro i'm like yeah. i'm like holding my head in my hands i'm like yeah. no not really right like nobody does that yeah. Uh, I mean, it's my birthday. The whole like naming convention thing for like the first movie, where like we get the idea that it's like Jay Jonah Jameson is yeah, the one that comes did. up, like yeah. comes up with like the Green Goblin. You like that? All these nuts got to have a name. Yeah, I'm like perfect. Yeah, perfect, 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 exactly the way you do it. It's a sensationalist thing. Yeah. it's the press doing it. Nobody fucking self names themselves like that in these goddamn movies. Yeah. you know, uh, unless it's like a code name. Yeah, uh, my code name's Rhino. But anyway, the, like like, <laughs> like isn't that exactly what he said? Basically, yeah. basically. Um, but anyway, the point is that <laughs> I found I found that moment where I found that moment where Jamie Fox uh, says Max is dead. I'm Electro. Like I literally held my head in my hands you know, and just and just cried. Why there? Why, why would you do that? <laughs> there were
1: a lot of moments like that, and and I know this is what I know this is so frustrating. But it, it's so much it's so easy to enjoy something it's sometimes or it's so easy to I think criticize like it's so easy to kind of say sure. like with things and that's why I, I criticize like, that bush
0: right there that's the I, stupidest fucking bush I, I've ever I came seen. out of the movie loving the movie I did yet, I love the movie yet the things that
1: bothered me are the things that I think about and so yeah. like you, you talk about that there's a couple of things in there like that whole thing where <laughs> they do that scene where you, you're down in the uh, the Roosevelt tunnel thing I felt the exact
0: same you're way you're down
1: there he's putting <laughs> the thing you know everything's happening and then yeah. they pan across that thing and Roosevelt <laughs> You're like, where like, is he? I wonder. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone ha- understands at this point. And to be honest, if they don't understand this point, you putting Roosevelt up there isn't going to help. That's them right. Because, if they haven't gotten it by now,
0: the sign isn't going to help.
1: They're going to be like, it's like, Roosevelt. why is he inside of President Roosevelt? Is <laughs> this this giant
0: robot of President Roosevelt? How did he there? get? I, I mean, mean like, honestly, if you haven't got it by that point, you can't be helped. And there's something uh, else earlier in the
1: film, and I meant to make a mental note of it, and I'm just, you know, don't they're have some like beating space you over the head. head. You're
0: stupid. You can't understand. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but it was something like that. Like they sort uh, of said something.
0: Uh, okay, so here, here's something else I want to talk. There was another yeah. moment like the "I'm Electra There was another moment like that. It might have been the. It might have been the, the fucking Rhino thing. But yeah. there was another moment like that in the film where somebody like had some line of dialogue that I was just like, "That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard." no one would ever... Like, no human being. What was
1: exactly? If it's... I'm trying... There was another one that I felt the same way about. There was it,
0: another but. moment in the movie that I had that exact... And I, I, I try to make a mental note. i like, i got to mention both of these. I'm forgetting the one. But anyway, yeah. okay. Well, so that's okay. but that's okay. And, uh, away from there, that.
1: There were things like that. That was the thing that is a little weird that you kind of think... Yeah. How do they do so well across the whole span of things and then miss... And miss like, and, and somebody is simple. Well, and somebody isn't in like their, you know, their test audiences that, that they show them to before the final cuts. That doesn't say... Like,
0: eh, that was a little. Yeah, yeah. you sure you? No you know good that's what we need do to do. We need to be professional test audiencers They <laughs>
1: would never make
0: another film. They
1: would just be like, "All <laughs> not right, good we're enough." Fucked. If if these not good people enough. are complaining about all they're complaining
0: about, uh, we, we would have yes. to shoot the entire the movie over. Okay, so let me let me go to a couple of moments that I really liked. Okay. okay. I thought... I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry I had that one built up for a minute. I'm I'm sorry. um, I thought
1: that
0: the first scene between Peter Parker and Harry Osborn, where they meet, and I was thinking to myself, they're not going to try to do the whole, like, oh, we were friends, but you guys never saw it in the first movie. Like, I was like, you're not going to really try to pull that off, are you? And then they totally pulled it and off. they pulled it off pretty would, good, like, yeah. Just the chemistry between them, the interplay, I was like, I totally buy that these guys were really good friends and haven't seen each other in years. I completely bought into it. Without flashback, without trying to retcon the first movie, yeah. uh, I totally bought it. Uh, the one thing I will have to kudos say Kudos to both... Kudos to the writing and the acting is it, on that. Is uh, Mark Webb, he was the director, right? Yes.
1: Uh, and, and, and I mean, you know, and, and I mean, it's it's the writing too, so I mean, you know, whoever was kind of the most to do this, but like, there was a couple of mo- you know, the, we talked about the moment in the first film where after, you know, his uncle passes away yeah. and then... Um, Flash comes by, and he's yeah. like, hey, hey, Parker, and, if you know, he just slams him up there, and he's yep. like, look, if it making you feel any better, I, I know how it feels. You know, like that whole yeah. scene was like, it, it is kind of the way things happen in real life, where sometimes, you know, you, you work with this guy at work, and, you know, you don't really get along, and you kind of hate him, but a relative passes away, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm really sorry, yeah. you know? I mean, there, you know, you, you can have these moments between people that, that don't necessarily always get along. Uh, that are real and that was I think very much like that like how he kind of showed up I will say like that that initial moment you're kind of like I thought the exact same thing I was like alright how are they gonna how is this gonna how is this gonna work and not come off as stupid and yet I, I thought it was very well done I thought it was very yeah, unbelievable okay, so, uh, and then that tie in later with Gwen when, when he's in the elevator yeah. you know he's kind of uh, he's kind of like yeah he's kind of weird like that it yeah. sort of shows that you know
0: I, I I really bought it Yeah, another moment I really liked uh was the scene where Harry Osborne goes and frees Max? Yeah. And in that moment, he's he's trying to convince him. He's trying to um, he's trying to you know to, to solicit his help. Yeah. Max doesn't trust him. Why should I trust you? Because I need you. And Max really responds to that. He's like, "You need me." And the, you know, security guys bust in and they start. They grab Harry and they're dragging him away, and he's crying out, pleading, "Max, please, I, I need, need you, I need, I need you, Max!" Yeah. And in that moment, I like totally bought it. Like, like Max is the hero of his own story at that point. Yeah. Here's somebody crying out for my help. I'm going to help them. And, and like, I totally buy into, I totally buy into that. You know, the the, the yeah. famous thing about the villain is the hero of their own story. Yeah. And like that moment was, it was note perfect that. Like, I totally see, like, you know, from Max's perspective, he is the hero of that moment. Stopping these guys from, you know, hurting Harry. I I absolutely, 100% agree with you. And I
1: I think that scene where he's kind of sitting there, and it's almost... He's almost like kind of emoting, like, you know, like, you you know, like, whenever they go to Electro, you always almost sort of hear, like, voices kind of in the background almost. Oh, I got to talk about something after this. Okay, yeah. About that. But what I was going to say is, I I still, though, it it is hard for me, even even that late into the film, to sort of forget how goofy the character was early on. Yeah. If he had been played a lot more serious in tone earlier in the film... I feel like that would have had more weight to it. It would have just—it yeah. would have been more. But as it was, it was kind of like, okay, he's just this kind of weird, crazy guy who now has someone who believes in him, and he's just going to go for it. As opposed to like, you know, no, no you know what? Someone really does believe in me, which that is what happens. Yeah. But it's just—it it seems silly that, that, after the way the characters played early on. But, but I, I agree. I thought that that sequence—it was very
0: that good. beat was perfect. And you know, I have to say that I actually like that. Um I actually... I really like that scene early in the movie. It's like where Max shows up at Oscorp and he bumps into his BJ boss... Novak. I, yeah, BJ Novak. Yeah, BJ Novak from The Office. And uh, there's that moment where... Uh, and I don't know, like, like Novak says something derogatory about Spider-Man and he like grabs him and like starts screaming at him. And then he it, like... It, like it, with nothing else it just like... It just jump cuts to Max standing there again and you realize this is just all taking just place in his head. Yeah. I actually really like that moment too. Yeah. Uh, I... I yeah, I'm not saying it was the most. I, okay, no, I'm not going to back it up. I'm, I'm not going to walk it back. That's I good. actually really like that moment. I really liked. Uh, number one, I like the way that they did it, just in terms of in terms yeah, of just a, doing it as a as a straight cut. I agree. I really like the way that they did it. But I like uh, that was like like the one moment where they actually kind of get you to buy into Max has got a dark side. And I felt like... Because that was, like, the whole problem I had with the transitions. I felt like we go from sweet, sad little Max to, you know, evil supervillain a little too quickly. Yeah. As opposed to Harry... Where There's there's always a dark undercurrent to everything Harry's doing. There's always this part of Harry that is very spiteful and vindictive. And it's not difficult to see Harry turning bad. Whereas Max, I had a much more difficult time with. That was the one moment where I felt like they really tried to sell me on it. The
1: problem with that is, and and I, I know I keep going back to it, but I think there's, within characters, there should not be characters really, other than like characters that are based on the concept, like a... You know, like maybe like a Two-Face or something like that, where literally they are split personalities, yeah. where both sides are supposed to be completely autonomous, you know, to, to a degree. Yeah. But in, in things like this, the character shouldn't do a complete 180. It should be some sort of, like, hyper version of, 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 a, of, of part of their
0: personality. Yes. Well, and that is, it, is it's why like the I think of Captain like. America. Like it amplifies everything that's. Inside. Yeah, exactly. If exactly. you're Steve Rogers, you know you become Captain America. If you're and, John Schmidt, you become Red Skull. And that's why, like,
1: I do, I do agree. Like, I love that scene. I love the idea of that scene, and I like yeah. the way that it was shot. Like in terms of like the the quick cut, you know, to where you're like, oh, he's gonna fuck him up. Oh, it was, oh yeah, yeah, never mind. It was just... Yeah, but again, I thought it came off as silly because I just didn't like the way that. The, the character was being played oh, at that you. point Okay, but, but, but I, but I, I see, do I see, I see that I do totally agree with everything you said though about like I love I, I think that, that and that's I love the, the way they did the thing. scene exactly <laughs> <laughs> well the, but great, I mean really game. the idea that they got across was was great I liked it I just I, again I just I felt like I felt like they played it they, they, played, they played they played they just played certain things just a little too too goofy but you right. know that's, that's less to say about it okay
0: let me, let me ask you one let thing let me say one thing because oh, sure, sure. sure. I'm afraid I'm going to forget this and I really want to point this out okay the scene in Times Square where Max, uh, you know, starts terrorizing everybody. The yeah. cops show up, you know, and Spider-Man's there and all this stuff. actually I like it. I love the scene, but there's one thing about it that really, really impressed me. Because it's like one of those things that, like, in the back of my mind, I've always wanted to kind of see a film do. And okay. I've never really seen it done before. But in that scene... There's, there's a moment like I thought I was hearing stuff like I was listening I was like I thought I was kind of hearing stuff oh, the voices, like on the soundtrack okay, and like yeah. you're kind of hearing like these like these whispery voices or something I'm like okay is this supposed to be like it's like like you know like, people like, in the crowd know, or something is it like people, people in the crowd like is it like you know is it, some, is it like you know Max going insane yeah. but you're hearing these kind of voices uh, you know um He's supposed, it's it's friend, friend. You know, he's supposed like, to be your friend. you supposed to be your friend. Yeah, he doesn't remember me. It's like Max's, you know, sort of like insecurities being given voice. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so like they're, they're just like they're really going with it. Like you know, he's like hearing voices. But then it turns into like the lyrics for like the dubstep track that's playing during yeah. that scene.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not even a big fan of dubstep, but like the idea that they would like fuse those two things. I loved. I thought I took, absolutely loved yeah, it. I felt like that took me out of the movie. Did it like, really uh, some, I will say that this is what okay. I was actually gonna put? I don't up. disagree with that. It took me out of the movie, but I loved it.
1: But it was it was a cool concept. I, I just thought get, it was really creative. I gotta be I honest. Thought it was really creative. One, one of one my, of my things that honestly was aside from you know the, the thing with with how they sort of handled the uh, Electro early on, handled Max's character. Yeah. The 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 only thing I really had kind of a problem and, and this could actually be Legitimately, could just be something with the fear we saw it in and how they had it mixed. Right. The music was weird in the movie. Like, like from a one, it was way louder than almost anything else going on when it was going on. Right. It was way more predominant. Like, I mean, the music was was like, you know, front and center what it, was going on yeah. in, in the scenes it was in, whether it be the, the dubstep, which I, I, you know, I kind of like dubstep, but I... And I like that it's sort of meshing with when you were you know, when you were on electro, it was going with that. But they made it way too ugh. like it felt like you're watching much. a trailer for the movie at that, that point. Like right. it was just way too in your face. Which is a bit so, of
0: deja vu considering we saw a trailer for this yeah. movie right before we saw <laughs> this
1: movie. I was actually gonna bring that up at the beginning, <laughs> but we got got off track. We literally are sitting there and the the movie's the, the trailers are starting, and it starts the trailer and I'm like you got it because I uh, do. The first scene you see, you know, Spider-Man diving down. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm and like, are, "Are we in
0: the movie? They are, what are we? What are we doing?" No, I, I mean, you know, it's the trailer. You, know, but, but you're well, like, I, I didn't because I haven't watched any of the oh, of trailers. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, that's a good. Point. Like that was the first time I saw that trailer, and it totally ruined the movie.
1: <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, though, they show so <laughs> many things in that trailer, but literally watching the trailer, it's like it's like wearing the shirt of the band. <laughs> The concert of the band that you're going. to Exactly right. But no, it was. But but the music. There was something off about. Like I'm here to see Pucifer! The the dubstep. I actually I liked it, but I thought it was just way too too. It it was it was almost like they made it too much a part of the movie. Like instead of being a background to what was going on, it was almost like you should be banging your head while this is going on in the theater. And I'm like that that to me is not the right experience for watching the movie and also I don't know there's something about just music in general like when early on in the film again kind of time this is back into the way they handled Max he has this like doo 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 like goofy kind of music yeah. playing in the background whenever he's doing his thing a little too much it was too much and, and then the, the the Spider-Man theme this time around too did not the feel Spider-Man right the Spider-Man theme to me. I
0: mean like like I really thought I like it, but like, it I was like this talk. would have been great for Captain America yes though.
1: Yeah, it does not feel like Spider Man at all. Like I was listening to it, and again, it was just way too loud. Now that may—I that was really—that the that has to be the theater. That yeah. you know, the, the one we go to, I love, and the sound is amazing uh, in it. But I, I feel like maybe they had the. The music track, you know, turned up louder than than normal, but
0: but uh, I agree. Like especially at the end of the like at the end of the film, like right right before the credits roll, it's like bum 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 yeah. bum. And I was like, this is the fucking Captain America theme, or it should be. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's what it sounds like. Like I hear that, and I think fucking Captain America. Well, it, it in no way evokes Spider Man for me. The, the 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 thing too, just going to the ending
1: just for a second is how are you going to show literally the last moment of your film on every single trailer and commercial that's playing for it. Now, I realize I, I you, you didn't catch it, but, like, I, I you know, I had seen it when the trailer played, you know way back when it first came out I I had
0: seen stuff with Rhino but I'm of course you know having no context for it yeah well and
1: even before they showed like they'd shown Rhino and just like some scenes where like him locking down the face you know kind of play and like firing like that's generic enough but I mean literally the last thing before it goes to black and the credits roll is him swinging that that, uh, manhole cover
0: cover that is the the end of the trailer for for the end of the film uh, I I agree I I think I think that was a bad uh, I think that was a bad call um because well, talk- it really, uh, literally, the whole movie, I keep thinking, okay, when's Rhino gonna
1: end up being yeah. in here? Because like I know they've got to have at least some sort of fight before we yeah. see that scene. Because
0: I seen the fucking trailer, and for this then literally
1: movie. the scene ends and it's over. Which I thought it was a good way to end it. I really did, but it yeah. just, I wish I had not already seen that that in the trailer. I
0: agree. Um, so- I hated the movie. This movie was <laughs> terrible. No, I'm just playing. Uh, I'm wiping my pants with the, this uh, movie. <laughs> um, here's the thing about the ending of the movie. Okay. We're going. We're humming along. Okay, so we go through the big fight with Electro. Mm-hmm. The two planes miraculously don't hit each other.
1: Well, I mean, you know, Green Goblin they were shows only up. like a few hundred feet away from each right. other when
0: they listen. Uh, and also for anybody listening, uh, my father uh, is an air traffic controller and has been my entire life. Uh, for those of you who may have concerns about air travel, I can assure you, uh, the shit don't work like that.
1: Well, don't the, don't the planes themselves have? Uh, things to let them know when they're about to hit you, and, and they let you know like like so. I mean, even if the tower was not relaying, they would have known well before getting like
0: they they would know that they was they would away. know that there was other traffic in the area. And yeah. it, it, anyway, my point is like I just I happen to know something about how air traffic control works. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that, really. It doesn't work like that. So anyway, but that's that's okay. I mean, that's you know, that's just me. You're not really playing that guitar. (laughs) That's just me doing that. Okay, but anyway, did keep your guitar strap? I I did. He's got my he's got my guitar strap in this one again. And kudos to them. (laughs) Um, All right, but this is what I was going to say. Just take a picture of you with that. Uh, I should. I should take a picture of it wrapped around my never mind. so the end of the movie big climactic fight scene with Electro Green Goblin shows up when Stacy dies huge huge heartbreak and and then the Belch and then I'm kind of thinking like this is the note we're going to go out on like we're going to go out on this very somber Empire Strikes Back kind of you know, yeah like, yeah, like the world's not perfect. Maybe they,
1: a final scene with Aunt May telling him it's gonna be okay, and then he needs yeah. to go on. Well, but, and
0: they kind of ring that bell from the yeah. first movie again. Like he's listening to her her uh, valedictorian speech yeah. which he yeah. missed, and it's again, it's it's like the, the voicemail from Uncle Ben. It, it, it's a message, uh, it's a message from beyond the grave of encouragement and love. And I, I kind of thought, like, yeah, you know, this is what we're gonna do. And then we go back and we see the kid who he saved from the bullies early in the film, the kid with the wind turbine machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose name was Jorge, both character and kid. Like, like the actual kid's name is Jorge, and yeah. the character's name is Jorge. We see that kid again. We go into the streets. We see Rhino, uh, rattling the NYPD. And then this kid runs out in the middle of the street wearing a Spider-Man costume. And I sat there, and I was like, this is the cheesiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then, in the next moment, I was crying all over and, myself yeah, because I was like, "This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life." And I have never experienced—I have never experienced That's that swing. sensation. I have <laughs> never experienced like that juxtaposition where I'm sitting there and I'm like, "This is incredibly kitschy and cheesy," and yet I love it, and I am completely buying into this. Yeah. I, like, but th- just that whole thing with just like you know that kid uh, following Spider-Man's example. I don't know. Like like I said, I mean, it's completely unbelievable and completely cheesy. And yet, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I just thought the sentiment was so great. And, you know, and and of course, I mean, you know it's coming. But, you know, like that moment where you hear Spider-Man off camera, the kid turns around, and there he is. Yeah. And uh, I was, I was just like, like, I thought I was going to hate this ending because we're trying to do too much. And, like, the pacing's weird and all this stuff's going on. I really thought at one point I was just like, "Man, like this is not going in a good direction." Like they should have ended like seven minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. I really thought I was going to hate it, and then they turned around, and I was just like, "Nope, loved it."
1: No, no, they did. They nailed that. I mean, and and I I agree that the the moment you see the kid like look on and duck under, you're like, "Oh yeah," you know what? And 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 Rhino is gonna try to kill him or not yeah. try to kill him or whatever and but you know they, they really did it very well i mean they did it and they did it in that very much that sense of not even just the kid but just that whole like you know the, the whole thing with the, the people you know people believe in you know believe in spider-man and yeah. you know what um now that we now that we believe in him we see that you know one guy can make a difference maybe we can you know and yeah. and who knows maybe yeah, I think that's what a lot of times people that, I mean, people go, like, in the military and things like that. I think they think, like, look, you know, I myself, you know, I, I don't know, but, I like, cannot I be might Batman, be able to make a difference. But
0: maybe I can do something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. And
1: and they handled I, it really well.
0: I agree. It, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that scene in Cap 2 that, you know, that we were talking about, uh, you know, where uh, uh, fucking uh, Crossbones is, you know, Tell the yeah. dude launch, launch, and the guy's like, "No, I'm not going to launch." And we were kind of talking about, you know, how that uh, that's sort of emblematic for you know superhero mythology in, in in culture is that you know they become they become you know the examples that that, that we aspire to that you know represent these these moral yeah. uh, the, the, and, these moral peaks that you know maybe we can reach if we're well and, if we're strong enough. And I think it's it, it is believable too
1: in. In the situation you're put in, you know, it's like, do you think right now that you would be likely to jump out in the middle of a road and, and, and you know, knock a guy out of the way, to, you know, from getting hit by a car? I mean, you, you might hope that you would, but you, you know,
0: I don't know. It that depends on whether one, that guy's holding my daughters in his arms or not. You
1: know, but, well, but my daughter is my daughter singular. But, but again,
0: that's the whole thing when you're when you're put right unless in that situation. unless she unless she divides through my through mitosis, then okay. it would be two. Sorry, keep going. okay. The um, but like the the whole
1: thing was you know like he's sitting there. This guy is like you know t- killing police officers, blowing up the whole city, yeah. and and the kid is sitting there. And you know I mean maybe somebody really does think like, look, I, I don't even know what fucking good it'll do, but you know we got to at least try to save save somebody or right. slow or slow him down, let people get away or whatever. You know I think when when you are put in those extreme situations. Where there's like a you know a terrorist thing or or a, a horrible event and a you know bus goes off the road you know and you're you're likely to do things that you wouldn't do consciously you know if you if you had enough time to think about it right. it's like that you know it's like that reaction that gut reaction to to step up and uh, and do the right thing you know as it were and I think that that's kind of what that speaks to and you know it plays in I love the way you know they sort of play early in the film the whole scene where. Um, Spidey's really going around town, you know, just taking care of business. Just taking care of business, and you hear those things in the background, and you know they are the mix of like you know who pays for all this damage that's caused during these things, and you know yeah, he's he's awesome. You know he's the only one that can can save us. You know you, you hear that sort of those sort of sides of, of the way people are, and you know they're the same people though that if if they were trapped in the train that's you know speeding down the track that's about to you know derail they then believe in in Spider-Man and want him to come back even though you know they're the same people that would say like well he's a vigilante and he shouldn't you know it's just one of those things they kind of need to be Made to believe in a way. I, I liked. It. I thought the ending was great. I, I, I it, it just would have had so much more impact had I already seen it eighteen times. Yeah,
0: I, I have to say that I'm kind of I'm kind of thankful that I cut myself yeah. off after the after that Super Bowl trailer. Yeah. No, um, you you definitely. And, and like, I didn't do it for any particular reason other than just like I don't know. Like, I watched that trailer and I just kind of felt like. I don't need to be sold anymore. Yeah, you know, and, and, and like I didn't have any kind of you know precognition, or did I? Or did I that uh, that they were going to you know uh, put so much of the film out in the trailers? But yeah, uh, uh, it just it was just I guess a happy turn of chance for me. I, I was fine
1: with everything they showed in the trailer uh-huh. except that. Like, except just, that, 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 that that just last that show, would yeah. have been because
0: it was a big moment. It was a really big
1: moment. It, it, well, it's just it's the final moment you end on. You, you know, for, yeah. for that it should have been something that we hadn't already seen. But anyway, but uh, man, I, I just understand. I still can't I still can't go on enough about how amazing I thought. I, I really do feel like Andrew Garfield just embodies it. The character nails it. And nails it
0: some more. And
1: and Emma Stone, who I'm not, I I know, I think you're probably a little bit bigger fan than I am. I'm not just a huge fan of hers. I I thought she did a a good job in the first film, but nothing outstanding. And I thought she was even, I I thought she was really, really good in this. I I agree. I thought she was really awesome. That balance of a strong character of you know where where she you know tells him like this is not your decision, this is my decision. You know, like you can't make every every call for me. And let's be honest, I mean, had she not done what she did. And, and rushed in there, you know, they would have they would have died, you know. I mean, like like there, were, yeah. she had to be there for them to be saved, and in turn, because of that, there was no way of getting around that she was probably going to die, you know, because of the situation that we, you know, that that happens
0: next, you know. And I really like that. I mean, because there is, and you, I mean, not to go not to go, you know, too far into you know just the the kind of uh, the. The gender disparity in oh, yeah. superhero films, or you know, the traditional kind of gender roles and things like that, but there is a little bit of that. There's an element of that whole kind of um, you know, man protect woman thing yeah. that it, that is in you know, just stories and culture in general. There's a, there's a little bit of that that has a, a bit of meddlesome woman. This is man's work. You know, get yeah. out of the way. There's a little bit of like that quality to that, and I like. I really love that moment. Where she's just like, you know, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you don't get to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, I'm here. I'm going to do my part, you know, accept it and move on. And I, the, just like the way that it was written, like, the, like the words, the performance, everything, like, I, I thought it kind of said something about that without being a sledgehammer to the face, you know? I, I agree. It, 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 it totally fits in the drama of the moment. It totally fits what's going on between them. But I also thought that it, it did kind of comment just a little bit about... Maybe yeah, a little bit. Maybe yeah. how that stuff uh, typically works.
1: I, I I think you know it, it also is just I think that like superhero non superhero kind of thing too. Like, Definitely, it was, it was just that yeah. that whole thing. And they, they,
0: I mean, if she was She Hulk, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't would, be as worried. Yeah, exactly. You
1: know, it it is a. It is, but it also kind of goes to the whole thing where you know you you see. Uh, Captain Stacy. Uh, yeah, he didn't have any lines. I really figured he would at least have like with the you know those flashbacks. I thought he'd have at least right. one. Or I don't think he did. Did he? No, he did. he
0: didn't. He didn't say anything in the film. You know, uh, we were we were talking about we were watching like we'd heard Dennis Leary was going to be in this one, and we were like wondering like well, what I is that actually didn't be? know he was. Is I it going to be? A, I thought we talked about that during the like, I, no radio. no or, or if
1: we did, I apologize. I, I just forgot because I really. I didn't realize listen, to Tony. Either.
0: Nobody's going to be. Nobody's going to blame if you just want to admit that you actually don't listen to what I say. <laughs> Nobody. Everybody won't understand, okay?
1: But uh, and, and if we did, I guess I, I. I guess I thought maybe we might see a like a like the flashback like that we did see where yeah. where you know he says the line at the end of the, the first movie. Basically. Oh, that's you,
0: you know I totally way. forgot about that. Yeah, you just you see the the you see the scene from the first yeah. movie, but his role in this is just like he's just you know. A ghost standing He's just there, there, like, like, off you to the side. Motherfucker, just, you exactly promised right. me,
1: and you just weren't staring
0: accusingly.
1: Yeah, but I think it was a lot. That was a lot of that that scene too, where it's just like yeah. uh, you are you are literally like as as bad as it has been up to this point. Me having you in my life, putting you in danger. This is this is the most dangerous it could possibly be. You're literally in the ring with the you know the bad guy with me, yeah. and. Um, but the, the most important thing is, it's like, look, you know, the, the most important things are worth fighting for. And I mean, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but you know, maybe you know, her being there saved the day. So I mean, yeah, you know, her, her essentially giving her life for you know the, the, all the people in the planes
0: and the people in the city yeah. and all this sort of stuff. She's I mean, the real hero of the film. She, she really is in that yeah. sense. Shelley, let me ask you a question. Did you did you in any way expect Gwen Stacy to die in this? You did not. Not at all. Okay.
1: Did you know that she does die in other versions of the movie? Like, did you see... Well, like in the
0: comic. Like, were you aware that everything. that's kind of part of, like, the mythos and everything? Maybe. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I was just curious. Because, I mean, like, you and I... I, yeah. I mean, I, you know, we talked about this. We knew... We were pretty sure going in that they were going to kill her off.
1: I felt like they would, although I thought that it also possibly... Because, you know, there was also rumor that we would see Mary Jane. And we didn't see Mary
0: Jane. And we were... I I don't know if we were thinking, but I was kind of hoping we were going to see Flash and Mary Jane. Yeah. uh, But we didn't see either of them. Yeah. And there were rumors that we were going to see Mary Jane. We did see someone we haven't
1: talked about. Well, a couple people we haven't talked about. We did see a character, and you caught on to this, and I'll be honest. It totally went over my head, but... uh, uh, was it Black Cat?
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't know for sure, but oh, I mean, you know, uh, Norman Osborn's assistant, you know, who becomes Harry's, you know, kind of go-to girl, who is only known as Felicia, and I'm like, Felicia Hardy? Uh, His sister's name is Felicia Jones. Let me see if that's... Oh, okay. Yeah, well, of course, they, they might
1: change. it. No, but,
0: well, I mean, if it's not, I mean, they're, they're conscious enough of what's going on that if they were going to if they were or, or am I getting confused was Felicia Jones a comic book character was she, was she in the mythos because man that name sounds familiar now yeah but anyway uh, you know they, they said Felicia and I was immediately like Black Cat. Black Cat. yeah Felicia Jones is a character in the soap opera it could be that is the soap opera you watch called the Amazing Spider-Man comic book series <laughs> Because if it's not, I'm not sure that that helps.
1: I think you keep watching my soap opera well. While... <laughs>
0: my dirty secret.
1: Yeah, trying to play like,
0: who oh, was it? I didn't know, really? I put on women's underwear and watch soap operas sometimes. It's weird. I admit it, but, you know, don't judge me. Um, I said don't judge me! Uh, I think that
1: uh, it looks like most people are saying that that it is Felicia Hardy is the character but that you know
0: they the or, or the or it's an alien I mean, it's she's, an alien exactly yeah, Felicia Hardy's a criminal she's exactly. not gonna you know she doesn't get a job at Oscorp under her real name so but, but I, yeah, that was a good I do catch, have to I'm not gonna
1: lie I thought she was probably somebody but I, I yeah. the name did not spark anything within me which is cool I mean you yeah. know
0: cause like you know Black Cat and Peter have like a cool I mean that's like a real yeah. Batman Catwoman kind of relationship they got yeah uh, that there's, there's all kinds of like cool angles to uh, to their relationship that I'd like to, and plus she's just a cool character. She didn't have white hair though. Give it time, give it time. But uh, neither does. Yeah. Uh, she takes she takes one. I mean, like once she gets a good look at Jamie Foxx's performance in the first half of the movie, her <laughs> hair will be white, son. Uh, oh man. But um, I really, uh, I also saw that you know they pay off and confirm that Michael Massey's mysterious character from the tag scene of the first yes, movie yeah. is, in fact, Gustav Fierce. Uh, and, obviously, you know, the Sinister Six is kind of... Like, that's that's the undercurrent but, of the last little bit of the movie, is that, you know, we are officially putting the Sinister Six together. They, they, we see the vulture wings. We see the Dr. Octopus Doctops tentacles. Are, yeah. um, so... There's, uh, there's, they're obviously putting putting all those pieces in place. Definitely,
1: yeah, and and I, I got to be honest, you know, we, we talked a little bit when we watched, when we did the uh, uh, the commentary, the commentary on the first one that we had, uh, you know, we felt we were, I think we were happier with the first film coming out of the theater than when we went back and watched it later. Yes, I will be really interested to see how because like right now I'm super excited to see like like oh yeah maybe as excited as like. The, the next Avengers and things like that like that that level if it is as good as this movie was for the next one yeah um, I agree Now I, I, I felt I felt oddly enough the same way after the second first Spider-Man <laughs> movie too and,
0: that and look really, how that yeah. turned out well, you know, we talked about we, we talked about that whole thing. Like, like, the Marvel movies seem to dive bomb in three. You yeah, know? Like, like when they, by the time they get to the third movie, they all seem to take a nosedive. It, so, it's definitely a pattern. You know, we'll see. Uh, but they, they can break trends. Played
1: but, like like you like know, this, like this, and especially the the the, the good parts. Of the, you know, the, the better parts of this. Although now. Just, just the way the villains were kind of portrayed in this worries me just a hair, but...
0: Uh. Yeah, I don't know. They get so much... I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the vast majority of this movie, they get right. It, it, yeah. it really is just a couple of beats that I feel yep. like they get wrong. They don't ruin the film for me. Not at all. Uh, not at all. I, I would not go that far. I will be interested to see, as you, were, as you were just saying, I'll be interested to see how I feel, you know, watching the movie when it comes out on Blu-ray, seeing it a year, again a year from now, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, I really like the characterization of Harry Osborn in the film. Uh, j- just, you know, his kind of arc and everything, his interaction with Peter, the performance. I really liked him. It was just, like, the the rushed nature of the Green Goblin, like, being forked into the end of the film. That was the part that I didn't like. Yeah, I agree. I really liked Jamie Foxx's Electro, and uh, and I thought that I thought that they, they were able to make him a pretty sympathetic villain for the most part. Um you know which sometimes works better than others, but I thought that they were able to accomplish that. It was just that the performance of Max was a little too over the top for my taste yeah but again, like didn't ruin the film. Um, but the thing uh, so we've talked we talked about you know stuff we didn't like. Let me talk about something I did like. We've already kind of rung the bell talking about the characterization of Spider-Man note perfect. The Spider-Man that I know from the comic books is on screen in this movie and I love that. But there's another thing in this film that I love even more, and that is the characterization and the depiction of the relationship between Peter Parker and Aunt May. Mm. Probably my favorite scenes in the film are between the two of them. I absolutely love the interplay between them and the legitimate feeling of love that 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 you see that they have for each other. And the complicated, you know, kind of relationship they have. The fact that they are both missing people in their lives that were very dear to them separately uh, and together. Um, I, I, you know, the scene where he's asking about his parents and she is taking it to mean that, you know, like in spite of everything that I try to do as a parent, you know, like... It wasn't enough or whatever. And, and she's sad about it and angry about it. I, like, I loved it. I was just eating yep. it up. I thought it was heart-wrenching and really just dramatically perfect. Um, but, but that was the thing. Like, like I, I, ne- I never felt like Peter Parker and Aunt May. Like, I never really kind of felt like their relationship click. And really understood how much she meant to him, how much he meant to her. As in this film, and and honestly, like all of their scenes together, Garfield and uh, and uh, and Aunt May, who's uh, Sally God. Field. Jesus, I can't remember, I uh, can't can't believe. It. No, I no, no that's her name. all their scenes together, I loved. I absolutely uh, uh, loved all I their think
1: scenes they, together. They they work really well together. Like I, I think i said when we were doing the uh, the commentary, I'm not. A huge Sally Field fan. I mean, I, you know, I think she's she's a wonderful actress. But she's not, you know, there's just there's certain people that you do like to see more often than others, and she's just not necessarily one of those. But man, she she is just spot on. Like, yeah. you know, she didn't have nearly as much on screen time, and I almost think that that's intentional. Like, you know, they make it about Uncle Ben. Yeah, you know, they make it about Martin Sheen's character in the first film because that really is the, the core piece there. Yeah, you know, there's 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 a little bit more of that relationship than there is the one with Aunt May in the first film because it needs to be there and in this one it really is it comes down to that and I love I really do love you're, you're absolutely right in that they the way they played him that sort of mix of, of frustration and anger and, and sadness of, of you know the way she's she's like you know why are you still worried about him? Yeah. You know, like what he hasn't done shit
0: for you. You know, I've done. She's she simultaneously angry at him for abandoning this kid, but also. Him abandoning this kid gave her a son, essentially. Well, and, and, and I think she's she's
1: angry at, at Peter too. Yeah. You know, but she's she's not angry in the sense of like you know I hate you, but she's just like why she's can't frustrated. you see that I'm doing more for you than they ever? Had, well, that, you know, that you sort see of all
0: feeling. that you see all that going yeah. on with her in that scene. She plays it, she just so really well.
1: and and uh, again. I, Go back to you know Garfield, who I thought you know did, did a fine job in the first film, but nothing just outstanding. I thought in this film he had a lot of moments. He had a, the, the, he had some really serious moments, like in these scenes where I think he he came off as very genuine and very you know it, it, he was in that moment of the character. Yes,
0: um, you know, so the same happy. way that.
1: He, yeah, he's, he's been... It really is one of those things where when I first heard the role, I was like, hey, who the fuck is this guy? And then even after I saw the first film, I was like, okay, you know, he didn't fuck it up. Right. You know, I mean, really, yeah. not, not saying like that I didn't think he did a good job, but I really was more like, well, you know, he did fine. You know, he, yeah. did, he, he, he did what he needed to do. Whereas this
0: one, I, I mean, really, he, he was just the embodiment of it. It was perfect. I, I, I could I could not have been more happy. And yeah. the thing is, I had that feeling really early on. Like, I think yeah. I think like maybe like that first kind of like opening scene, uh, where it is just kind of like, you know, a day in the life of oh, Spider-Man, Spidey, yeah. and he's just, you know, on his way to graduation, taking care of all this stuff, and then there's like a, there's a like kind of a short montage that, uh, that, that happens, I don't remember how early in the film, but there's a short montage that happens kind of early that's really cool, it's the scene where he's like sick, he's like, you know, out buying like cold yes. medicine, the shop's getting, you know, uh, stuck up, and yeah. you know, he takes care of it, and, like again it's that whole thing about like what's always been great about Spider-Man is he's got everyday problems he's a superhero with every man problems and uh, you know that that scene especially you know kind of got that point home but during that 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 whole montage they were just like hitting like so many notes they were just like letter perfect and or you know uh, I really felt as though in, like at that point in the film, I remember thinking, they are really, really nailing this.
1: The, the one thing I remember thinking too is because I, I, I totally agree with you, and that was pretty early on that, that they, you know, they had those those scenes that initially made me think, like, dude, this is fucking Spider-Man. like that is awesome. Yeah. But simultaneously, I was just like, yeah, they we're probably going to see a bunch of it now because there's just too much to go on later in the film, and so. But but really, you got those beats all throughout the film. Yeah. Like there was always. These these little beats, these little you know, these little things that were, uh, you know, that that just played the character just the way that that you uh, you hoped that he would be.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was really really rewarding to see that. I, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm one of those people that like I don't have to have like it doesn't have to be exactly like the comic book for me to be happy. And I'm, I'm always so frustrated when I talk about like not liking a movie or something, and people people assume they're like. Uh, they're like, well, I guess like maybe if you read the comic book, maybe it's not good enough to you. I'm like, no, that's got nothing to do with it. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not, not all the time. Maybe there's, yeah. there's times when maybe I, I do take issue. But I really do try to just take the movies for what they are and judge them on their own merit. But having said that, it really sweetens the deal. It really, really oh, of course, like, like, you had to just, like, race around me so you could slow down and turn. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Um, but before I got off track with that... Um, it is really, really rewarding um, when I can like point to when I can like you know point to to the screen or whatever and say the reason that I like Spider Man is that right there. Yeah, it's you know it's that, really cool to be able to to, to see that really brought to life.
1: That's the same way I am too. Like I've always and, and I get the same criticism. There's like, well, I guess it just it just wasn't. i was like, look, there's certain beats that really. So there are certain ones that need to be hit, in my opinion. There are certain yeah. ones that, if you don't hit, and if in certain points that if you don't touch upon, then you really are not. You're just not doing the character. You're just you're sort of spitting in the face of like, why did you even bother to do a story about this character? You know,
0: if you weren't going to do the character,
1: if, you know, if if you didn't think this character was so good, why did you want to fucking do the film in the first place? That that sort of beat. Yeah. Then there's those beats that are like you don't have to have, but if you do they really are the embodiment of why that character is so good. And that's the thing with, with like Spidey is I think you can... Like, the first ones, the, the, you know, the original Sony picture uh, run... Yeah. At least the first two. Uh, <laughs> had They had a, a, a good feel for lots of parts of Peter Parker and Spider-Man's character. They did a lot of things well. I don't think they ever nailed that quick-witted smart-ass, you know, kind of the, the the humor, and and frankly, I'm not sure even the first of these films nailed it as, as well. I mean, this yeah. one just was just spot on, and and that to me really takes it from being like a pretty good film, like you know hey, that was fun, to being like oh, that was fucking awesome. You know, it yeah. really is that that extra little level. Let me um, let me bring up, you know, since we you know I, I think we've, we've talked about most parts of the film, I think pretty good. The one, I think so. the the big one though. And I think this is the thing everyone was waiting for, oh yeah I, I it's what I was waiting for well I mean you know you you sit there you get we, we know at this point you know hey there's you got a little something extra in your stocking you that's know you exactly got a little right. something you got a little something extra coming at that's the how end. they do it in
0: Thailand yeah and oh, you, wait.
1: You, you're you're waiting for it you you're like ah, this is awesome, and then you get your x men trailer <laughs>
0: You're right. What? I so want to talk about. What the this.
1: fuck was it? Like, okay, so I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. When the X came on screen, my first in- instinct was, "Fuck yeah! Holy shit! They're gonna maybe? do a crossover with X Men." Well, like here, think about it this way. My head in like the millisecond it takes for the, that the two you know halves to be together. Yeah. In that millisecond, I'm like, "Oh shit! Spider Man's showing the crossover with X Men." We'll see an X-Men crossover with the Marvel Universe movies at the Fuck end of it. yeah! Next year we'll have fucking, you know, whatever. You know, Secret Wars or some shit, you know, go, go crazy. Yeah! Wrong! Wrong. We got a fucking trailer for Days of Future Past. For fucking Days of Future Past with no connection to Spidey. like Whatsoever! I thought, I thought there'd be something. Hell, even if it was just like a fucking Daily Bugle article thrown down on the table at the end that says, paramilitary group, you know, broken yeah. out, whatever, you know, something... To like tie it in somehow? No, I mean no. I mean, so like, did Universal just pay them a shit ton of money to put that in there? Did you they know, s- did they go to them and say like, hey, you know, will you want will you put our trail? I mean, like, what the fuck good is it gonna do Spider Man to have that in there? I just I don't know. That seems so odd to me. You
0: know, so I have a theory on this, and admittedly. My theory... Okay, this is speculation, as I just stated. And admittedly, my speculation is rooted in complete and merciless hatred for Avi Arad. But... Like I mean, we know I fr- we know from that fucking quote that you know for I don't know it's been a month or so ago now. Yeah. But we know from that whole fucking quote, they're like, "Hey, you're gonna cross over the Avengers universe." And He's like, uh, "No, not until we not until we run out of ideas." I mean, like, once we ruin this fucking film franchise, run it into the ground, and can't make money on it anymore, then maybe we'll think about a crossover. Okay, so we know. He doesn't want to fucking do a crossover. And then they throw this fucking trailer for X-Men, and, like, the only thing that I could think of is, like, this is basically just Avi Arad, like, throwing the middle finger to Kevin Feige. You know, it's just like, eh, nah, 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 nah. you know, we'll like, you know, put like the other fucking Marvel movie that you, know you don't have control over in this movie. And I'm like, X-Men Dude.
1: Spider-Man together, suck on that. Like, like somehow that. Yeah, was, they, you know,
0: they're not going to do it. I mean, no. they're not going to fucking do a crossover. So, I mean, it ends up just like, like it ends up just, you know, being a middle finger to the fans. Yeah, But like, honestly, I, I mean, like, like that's really what it felt like. It really just kind of felt like um, we don't have like a really good idea. We'll throw in like a trailer for the X-Men thing to get people excited about something that's not going to happen while simultaneously thumbing our nose at Kevin Feige. And all of this rooted in the fact that Avi Arad is just pissed that he's not nearly as talented as he wishes he were. <laughs> now, admittedly, I'm assigning some motivation to this that I don't have personal knowledge uh, of. Although I, I think that there's some reasoning there. But fuck him! But fuck him is what I'm saying. I think maybe... When we came out of the theater, you actually first said
1: that you were going to go differently. With oh that.
0: yeah, no, no, like I am, like, like I'm calling right now for Avi Arad to murder himself, <laughs> end your life and my suffering. No, I'm I'm kidding, but not. <laughs> but that's I, the Brent I know and love. <laughs> no, I I, I think I, I think
1: you really do have something there because I, I'm not going to lie. When I very first saw that, like like I said, in that millisecond that it kind of comes on screen. I really did sort of think, holy shit. Maybe they finally realized look, we can do the, the sum of our parts can be even greater than, than the, the individual pieces, you know?
0: Exactly and, right. Uh, but no. Uh, and even Shelly was excited. Shelly goes, Amaze Balls! <laughs> she just screamed it out in the middle of the theater. It was weird. <laughs> I saw Amaze Balls every
1: time I saw Spider Man. Spider Man's <laughs> <Spider-Man's laughs> ass climbing up the He's. <laughs>
0: She, she, like several several times Shelly leans over and she's like spidey ass they didn't have quite the the, what the,
1: was the, the payoff <laughs> in the first film where he like lands on the ground with this
0: I know. what was the what was the what she said that, that you ripped out at one point there was something that like there was something that Gwen Stacy says uh, she goes uh, like look this is bigger than Spider-Man and Shelly goes that's what she said <laughs> 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 I like the classic die. shelly <laughs>
1: When All right, guys, this has been the drive-home breakdown of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and uh, make sure to join us next week when we will be doing another running commentary. Uh, this time we're going to be doing it on the 1998 classic Godzilla, uh, of course, with the acting stylings of one Matthew Broderick. It uh, should be exciting. I don't think that uh, neither Brent nor I have seen the movie since... Seeing it in theaters back in uh, back in '98, so uh, it should be fun. I, you know, I, I don't really remember the movie all that well, so it actually will be kind of interesting to go back and watch it. Uh, all of this is, of course, in preparation for our next drive home breakdown. Uh, subsequently, thereafter, of the new upcoming Godzilla, which looks just freaking phenomenal. I think we're we're all very excited about it and see how it turns out. So this should be a fun way to sort of get prepared for it. Uh, make sure you go to drivehomebreakdown.com and leave us your comments and your feedback. We really, really appreciate those. The reason we actually do the running commentary episodes is because of feedback that we got from the website. So we, we really, really appreciate that. And just love to hear what you guys are thinking about the show and your ideas for the show because it, it helps us hopefully make the show uh, just that much better. So, uh, for Brent and I, that is going to do it uh, for this week. But of course, we have our pro driving tips. So, uh, this is going to be pro driving tip 64, and that is be a better parent than the one at the end of the movie. I mean, who lets their kid in a Spider Man fucking pajama suit run out into the middle of a street during like this gunfire from like a giant robotic rhino blowing away cops? I mean, come on, get the fuck out of here.